everyone and welcome back to Screen Mania. My name is Dan and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy Keith. Keith, how you doing, buddy? Good, buddy. Uh, good, yeah. Alive and kicking. How are you? Yeah, yeah. Not too bad, not too bad. My back's like not trying to kill me anymore, so that's nice. Uh, <laughs> <plus>. <laughs> yeah, no, a few weeks ago I just like was at work and just all of a sudden barely walk out of nowhere no idea what nice. i did but yeah so i've been going to a chiropractor for the last few weeks and i cannot recommend a chiropractor enough yeah <laughs> so so what i want to know is yeah why because i i've only been to a physio um they've sure, not necessarily yeah. done anything to back it was other issues yeah, yeah, yeah. but a chiropractor so is it a lot of cracking there's a there's a bit of cracking yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. like he'll just sort of like get me into a position and go eh. yeah, <laughs> and then, yeah. Yeah. And then, how's that feel know, that's what i want to know it's all right actually like it's fine yeah. that, for me it's not been painful or anything like that so it's just but you know it feels it sounds like it should be yeah Do you yeah, know what it i does. mean because like especially when like you know he'll because he's like done my neck a few times and he'll just sort of like you know twist my neck and it will click and i'm like it feels like it should have hurt it didn't yeah. but like <laughs> it felt and sounded like it should have done so um but yeah no but yeah no my back's been kind of pretty good for the last few weeks generally touch wood so good. hopefully i might actually be able to like do stuff and not you know be dying for like three days afterwards so <laughs> let's hope so but yeah we got some uh, got some big stuff to talk about today keith um a few uh things uh, there's been some updates about what james gunn's dc may or may not look like what may or may not be in there uh yeah. going forward um so we're going to talk about that a bit of mike flanagan because we love a bit of mike flanagan and also uh, a few of the games announced at the uh game awards i want to talk about as well um and then we'll see kind of if we've got time to talk about anything else uh but yeah first of all so there was an article in the hollywood reporter um last week uh which basically outlined some some rumored stuff around what james gunn's uh, and peter saffron's dc plans are um it's a fairly long long article so i'm not gonna like read it but out but like the key points are wonder woman 3 with patty jenkins is not going forward black adam 2 is unlikely uh, Man of Steel 2, kind of up in the air now. Uh, poor Henry Cavill, only just announced that he's coming back and now it's up in the air again. Um, and Aquaman 2 is possibly going to be Jason Momoa's last outing uh, as the character, although rumours around him and a certain other character that he's probably better suited for uh, are, are also circulating. So uh, we'll, we'll kind of dive into each of those points. But um, James Gunn did tweet out a response so i did just want to read that out um what his response was so uh, he said so as for the story yesterday in the hollywood reporter some of it is true some of it is half true some of it is not true and some of it we haven't decided yet whether it's true or not 
Although this first month at DC has been fruitful, building the next 10 years of story takes time and we're still just beginning. Peter and I chose to helm DC Studios knowing we were coming into a fractious environment, both in the stories being being told and in the audience itself. And there would be uh, an unavoidable transitional period as we moved into telling a cohesive story across film, TV, animation and gaming. But in the end, the drawbacks of that uh, transitional period were dwarfed by the creative possibilities and the opportunity to build upon what has worked in DC so far and to help rectify what has not. We know we are not going to make every single person happy every step of the way, but we can promise everything we do is done in the service of the story and in the service of the DC characters we know you cherish and we have cherished our whole lives. As for more answers about the future of the DCU, I will sadly have to ask you to wait. We are giving these characters and the stories the time and attention they deserve, and we ourselves we ourselves still have a lot more questions to ask and answer. So yeah, a lot a lot to unpack. Uh, let's start with sort of the key kind of thing of um, Wonder Woman three not going forward that seems to be a pretty concrete kind of thing that a lot of um a lot of different sort of uh outlets are kind of confirming seems to be the case it sounds like patty jenkins submitted her script for wonder one three and um james gunn and peter saffron basically said look this doesn't fit into our what we're doing now because obviously she was writing it uh, before they took over and before DC would have been heading in this new direction. Um, and it, it kind of sounds like she wasn't particularly pleased about it. Um, I, relatively understandably, I think. But like at the same time, it sounds like they sort of invited her to kind of come and, you know, pitch something else that would work yeah. within their, uh, their plans, you know, and she's basically said, no, I want to do this or I don't want to do it, which she's entitled to do. But I do sort of start to question, like, you know, she she walked away from doing Thor 2 because of creative differences. She walked away. She Well, she's not walked away, but like her Rogue Squadron movie with Star Wars is kind of up in the air. Doesn't look like it's happening at the moment. Yeah. And now this you've got to start looking at what's the common denominator here right and you know it, it's very possible she's just had bad luck but you've also got to we I, I think you've got to start looking at the possibility at this point the big three in terms of blockbuster movies at the moment she's had creative issues with all of them mm. um so i think you've got to start wondering if she's if what you know she's the common denominator here what what's going on there but that's complete speculation obviously although apparently <laughs> when 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 they when they said you you know you can come and do you know pitch something else she apparently sent not not to james gunn or peter saffron but apparently she sent like the wikipedia definition for character arc to, to a producer <laughs> <laughs> i'm a bit like all right chill <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> but, you know, so, but Keith, Wonder Woman three not moving forward, at least in its current form, with Patty Jenkins. What do you make of that? I think. Listen, I want coherent 
within the DCU. I want uh, like stories to to kind of fit an arc in a sense that it's all connected. Um, DC is one of the the kind of enterprises that can have loads of different different kind of stories going on at the yeah. same time. We see that with obviously Batman with Matt Reeves Batman, but I think. James Gunn is right in the sense that he wants it to kind of match their vision, which makes complete sense yeah. to me. Um, and then to allow her to then come and pitch another one, it's great. Like, yeah. say, this is the vision we have. Can you make something that fits into this? And I get Patty Jenkins like being like, no, like, but again, you're right. Like, who's the issue here if this person, if yeah. Patty Jenkins, has constant issues with creative differences and stuff like that? Um, but if DC, you go and hand the reins um, to new guys, and then you've got to follow their lead. It's as simple as that. Um, and I, I'm I'm looking forward to what they bring. I'm not too worried about the rest of the stuff either. Um, yeah. For Superman to be up in the air, as we were just yeah. talking about, yeah. it's they're yeah. probably just changing we'll dates. Get to that in a minute. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, I think yes. it's right. It's a right. You want to have a vision. You want to have set the reins and be like, look this is the journey we're going to follow. Yeah. I don't see a problem with that at all because it's so fractured. We've had such a fractured DCU, like it DCEU as it was formerly known. Like, yeah, we just want coherence in that sense. Exactly. Yeah. And like, you know, James Gunn and, and Peter Safran, they're coming in and they're, you know, they're inheriting uh, uh, the previous DCU to a certain extent, right? And it's like they deserve their chance to kind of do their own thing and not just try and carry on with what was previously set up by previous directors. You know, that's not what they... They weren't doing that at the time. They deserve to come in and... Well, Peter Safran's kind of been involved in a few of the movies, but not in terms of the creative head of it all. And James Gunn's only kind of had the creative freedom on sort of two projects that have come later in the game. So they deserve their chance to kind of mm. make it what they want to make it, not just kind of try and carry on an yeah. already uh, fra fractured story, as, as we were saying. Terrible. Um, Dan, do you think that, like... Do you think now they've got like vision behind the wall, behind the curtain? Yeah. They've seen the ins and outs. They've seen what's in line, like what the studios obviously had in line to do. They've seen the plans and stuff like that. Do you think they've taken note of that and realized, let's say, how much of a shit show it is? Um, and then just been like, right, we need to fucking change everything right now because this is not going to work. It's not going to work together Possibly. with our vision. Yeah, possibly, possibly. I mean, it might also just be that was they were always going to mm. want to do something different. You know, yeah, it, it could yeah. be that, you know, but I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me if things were a real shit, <laughs> shit yeah, show yeah. over there already. So it really wouldn't <laughs> surprise me. Um, Black Adam 2, looking unlikely at the moment. Um, the Rock's still kind of like trying to you know spin the narrative that the movie's gonna be that the movie is a success and yeah. is profitable how profitable i don't know i i reckon it's gonna break even but like and and i think i don't think that's kind of any sort of lie but i don't think it's gonna be the smash hit that they were hoping for um which i think is kind of a thing towards the fact that like you know movie stars don't sell movies anymore you know you need to have you know the rocks last few movies haven't sold purely on the rock alone he helps 
obviously because people like the rock but you don't get a successful movie based purely on the rock alone um and this is proof of that uh i think and i still haven't seen black adam black adam one no you know i i and i was only really interested to see what the the superman post credit scene was caught that on youtube i think it's cool but like i didn't hear enough about it to make me go yeah i need to go out and see that in the cinema um even though i thought the trailers looked pretty decent but like i i still just didn't it didn't i didn't hear enough that one way or the other it wasn't like a case of like oh this sounds so bad that i need to go see it for myself but also not that it sounded so good that i need to go see it for myself it just sounded like middle of the road i can wait for streaming a bit like how i did for venom like i was just like yeah i don't need to catch that in in the cinema you know i can go see that on on, um on streaming when that's out and morbius as well i still haven't watched morbius even though that's on streaming but um that was the closest they came from it's so bad i'm tempted to go see it perspective that i've come with morbius but i still just couldn't bring myself to spend my hard-earned money on that cost of living crisis man even though this was before that had really like started still gotta gotta be selective now (laughs) um what we're gonna see but keith what, what, what do you think about uh, Black Adam 2 looking unlikely? Do you, I mean, it, do you believe The Rock when he's trying to spin this to be like, actually, the movie's really profitable, I'll have you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, is, the, is the straight answer. I think, personally, like, I think everyone's kind of got a bit of superhero fatigue right now. Mm, yeah. I think we've had quite a lot of okay movies. Yeah. that are just okay and people are spending their listen cost of living crisis going up can we afford to go to the cinema yeah. to have that kind of treat as you were yeah. and are you going to do that for every six out of ten movie um yeah. which we seem to be getting a truckload of at the moment so i think it has a lot to do with that i think it's a lot of superhero fatigue and i think again the rock has obviously made a huge difference to how like its performance um but yeah i don't i don't see it being a runaway success at all like it's nowhere near especially with black adam that just looked like your run-of-the-mill superhero movie right though it's not like the batman the batman was successful because that looked like a different type of superhero. yeah it was new yeah exactly um the, the you know um you know the black adam doesn't have that black adam just looked very run-of-the-mill standard superhero fare that it's like well i again i don't do i can wait for streaming for that you know Uh, the biggest biggest selling point was the superman post-credit scene i think yeah yeah but which wasn't it which they promoted the movie on it's not even like they kept that a secret and then it was a big surprise for the first round of people that went to see it and went oh my god superman post credit scene you've got to go like check it out like everyone knew it was coming so they you know you they marketed the movie on it so it's just like well that'll be on youtube i know that'll be on youtube i'll just check it out there that's the only reason i'm thinking of going so but um look speaking of superman man of steel 2 obviously up in the air like i said that's that's the most kind of thing that i'm a little bit like disappointed with this whole thing about at the moment because a, a, I just like Henry Cavill. I like what he brings as Superman. And there's no doubt that I, I really enjoyed seeing how excited he was to come back as 
uh, Superman. But also, I just think, I, th- I think for me, what's going to like, whether or not this rubs me the wrong way or not, is going to be how much of the previous DCU, if any, does carry over into what Gunn and Saffron are planning, right? Because if they are keeping on, obviously, Gunn did Suicide Squad and Peacemaker. If they keep Peacemaker and they keep and they bring John Cena and Margot Robbie back, for example, as their characters, those things that are you know categorically tied to the old DCEU, yes, then I think it's going to rub a lot of people, myself included, the wrong way not to bring Cavill back. Like, I, I, I completely think they should have their own freedom to do what they want and serves their story best. But if you are still tapping into that old universe that, you you know, it would seem like a bias towards the stuff Guns worked on to bring back Peacemaker and Margot Robbie, etc. And Idris Elba as Bloodsport, for example, and not bring back Henry Cavill as Superman when he wants to do it people want to see him do it it doesn't have to be Man of Steel 2 it doesn't have to be a direct sequel to that it can be loosely a loose sequel to that you know of like well maybe that's what happened maybe not like you know but maybe he fought Batman afterwards maybe he didn't but like that stuff can all be a bit up in the air but like I think I do want to see Cavill back and if if they bring back people from the the old DCU I think Cavill's one of those people you also need to bring back. The fans really want to see him back. So I think that's what would rub people the wrong way if he did carry on. If they go complete clean slate and they say, look, there's no ties to the old DCU, then fine. I'll be sad to not see Cavill get to come back, but fine. That's fair, at least. But to let him announce that he's coming back and be like, actually, no, you're not. A week yeah. later or yeah. a couple of weeks later you know is like that's a bit uh you know shady if you're st- if you are still tapping into that old dcu as well but keith what, what do you uh what do you think of that yeah i agree like i'm a fan i want him back 100 i'd love to see him on screen again my only hope is that maybe they they just determine that Man of Steel 2 as a standalone movie might not work with yeah. everything they've got planned. Scheduling as well, you have to take that into consideration. These actors are not getting any younger. Yeah. It could be scheduling and they could have a lot of movies. Maybe they Henry Cavill as Superman in. They contain other characters as well, so it's not going to be a standalone movie. It's going to be an ensemble type movie again, which again, however I see Henry Cavill as Superman, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to enjoy it. Um, but yeah, that's my only hope. I do not, I really do not want to see them get his hopes up. He's quit the wa- the Witcher. And it's yeah. the Watcher. Yeah, that's the, the other Witcher. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Like he's done a lot for this because he loves that role and he puts yeah. a lot into it. And you can see that he's obviously got to train and let's be honest, yeah. take quite a lot of supplements yeah. to get the shape that he needs to. Yeah. In, um, yeah. So, they can't do that to yeah me. they generally yeah can. and look it, it so uh, another fan a fan tweeted at james gunn and sort of said like oh do you have plans to use superman 
and James Gunn responded saying, of course, Superman is a high priority, if not the biggest priority. So because mm. that was some one of the things that I think a lot of people were speculating about James Gunn taking over. He does like his smaller characters. Is is his DCU just going to be smaller characters and sort of, you know, forsake the the kind of the big A-list characters? But he's like, no, Superman is a priority, which is a good, encouraging thing to hear. Um, and then some other some other I, I was about to say fan. Well, this guy, I wouldn't call this guy a fan. He's one of those like sort of like people on the internet that, you know, wants to complain about everything and sort of cause a lot of controversy and sp- spread a lot of misinformation. But I'm, so I'm not even going to say who it was. But basically, he said, I'm hearing that James Gunn hates Henry Cavill. Uh, another like person like tweeted, like tagged James Gunn and said, do you want to debunk this? And James Gunn was like, sure, it's not true. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And like the guy like then uh, responded the guy then instead of like being like oh my bad like i yeah like let's assume he genuinely heard from some reliable sources in heavy quotation marks that <laughs> james gunn doesn't like henry cavill mm. james gunn literally responds saying that's false and his he doubles down he goes since you tweeted that even more people have <laughs> tweeted have, have let me know that you oh, apparently God. don't like it and and james gunn at that point was like yeah well maybe get out of your mother's basement like <laughs> which i i, like, I yeah i, like I respect i respect gone, it yeah definitely. I, I like the fact that he's still like even when he's doubled down he's still yeah, I know. apparently yeah you don't like him like like, like to, it, no, to him sure, like, apparently you don't like him <laughs> like yeah like, he's Jesus. Certain. like yeah i just uh, whatever but yeah that so look I, I think all, all we can do is wait and see on that one. That's one of the things that, again, like, I know it's difficult for fans to do, but I think we just need to be patient, see what's going to happen. And again, I do think that they they deserve their chance to uh, make the DCU their own and what they, what, what they want to make of it. Um, and if that doesn't involve Henry Cavill, then I'm going to wait and see what that then does involve. But... Uh, it would just rub me the wrong way a bit if they did tap into that old DCU with the characters that they've been involved with, but not other characters that they've not been involved with when fans clearly want to see that, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. and then the last main point from it is Aquaman 2 might be the last time Jason Momoa plays Aquaman. Um, that would make sense if they are kind of like starting over, uh, rebooting the, the DCU, that... That would make sense and a lot of people uh, there's a lot of speculation about jason momoa playing lobo which makes a lot more sense than it does him playing aquaman let's be honest he literally he looks like lobo yeah yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> he's built like him like yeah exactly he'd be the perfect character and like yeah. it's not like there's not a precedent for this chris evans played human torch before uh before he was captain america in a different marvel universe we can we can do it again like we can do it again it's fine we to be honest him still being aquaman still wouldn't like write it off for me i'd still be interested to see him as lobo even if he was still playing aquaman but yeah let him play two characters like why not (laughs) it may be a bit confusing because he literally plays aquaman like he would play lobo as well i think because he just yeah you know yeah. but it, yeah, yeah. That, we're, it's we can fine. deal with it listen we get a bond james bond every four yeah, or five movies exactly we can deal with it 
Exactly. But yeah, Keith, like, would you be disappointed if the, if Aquaman 2 is his last outing as Aquaman? Uh, and would you want to see him as Lobo, etc.? Well, I don't know why I feel this way, Dan, but I really like Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Yeah. Is it because I like Aquaman? I don't think so. I think it's because <laughs> I like Jason Momoa. Yeah. So would I be I don't think I'd be that upset to be honest if it's last but I still get to see Jason Momoa let's say yeah. Lobo. Fantastic. Exactly. I'm not yeah. going to be that upset because I like Jason Momoa it's as simple as that. Like Agreed. I'm not that connected to that, the character of Aquaman I could happily see someone else play him and truthfully someone else might play the character of Aquaman better. Yeah, more comic accurate to the less yeah. Momoa. Yes. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah no i agree um yeah i like i've enjoyed what he has done as the yeah. character yeah. but i don't think it, it's not like in my head the definitive aquaman it's you not know? a cavill is it it's exactly not, it's not yeah. a, a heath ledger joker it's not it hasn't got yeah. that unfortunately yeah. and that's just because that's not taken away from jason momoa's acting skill yeah. jason momoa is such a character that you you like him regardless so you don't necessarily it's for me it's hard to see him as a character i see jason Momoa as jason momoa um and that's taking nothing away from him it's just that's how much i respect that man yes yeah definitely i agree i agree um and so it does also it looks like matt reeves's batman universe is safe joker 2 is still happening (laughs) Uh, it's a banker isn't it like why exactly yeah i mean do you think there's any I, I don't think this is going to happen personally, but do but the the only thing that makes me wonder is because it looks like that is safe, and James Gunn has emphasised multiple times that he wants to make a cohesive story. Do you think there's a chance that the Batman acts as the jumping-off point to the new DCU or DCU even, and and that become he becomes the main Batman? across a shared universe not just his own isolated batman universe yeah yeah it would make sense like on paper that would make so much sense and again we've spoken previously on this podcast how they can integrate multiple universes and have them run simultaneously but you've literally got a young batman who you can have for so many movies we're we're minimum we're going to get a trilogy like i don't see that not happening with yeah. Matt Reeves as Batman I don't see it and then we're getting multiple shows from this it just makes more sense to kind yeah. of yeah. Tail, yeah tail back on it and ride it out yeah I agree I think it make. I think it would make sense I don't think I don't know if that's what I want to see I think mm-hmm. I would rather have a Batman that can that can exist in its own thing and doesn't have to be tied into other things but I do also foresee a way that they can use it as a jumping off point i i don't think you'd have to work up to it though yeah this universe doesn't isn't whilst i can still def whilst i can see the batman and robert patterson's batman eventually facing more supernatural things right now it's not (laughs) you know where it's at in that first movie that's not he's not there taking on aliens and and things like that he's not joining a justice league right no, so you no. ha- you would have to work up to it which is which is the flip side of it of why i don't know if they would use it as a jumping off point because they may want to fast track and get into you know some stuff quickly 
Um, yes. And that Batman is not there. <laughs> so, no, no. You're right. um, you know, You're right. so, and you'd want to, I think, you know, you even introducing a super, more supernatural villain in um, the Batman 2 would feel too soon to me. I think the most crazy you can get is Mr. Freeze in the second one for it to feel for it to feel like a natural progression and not them just going he's going from the riddler who's a serial killer to (laughs) you know clayface right i you know that would be a clayface would be a step too far i think mr freeze you can just about you can i can foresee that and it not feel like they're rushing it if you know what i mean but yeah yeah um anything more than that might feel like a, a too rushed of a progression to get to supernatural threats for the Batman. Agreed. But, um, agreed. Yeah, and obviously Joker Two is still happening. Uh, Todd Phillips yes. tweeted out a picture of uh, Joaquin Phoenix, um, sort of getting a shave in in, in the asylum. So um, you know, Joker Two, Arkham Boogaloo. Um, <laughs> i'm quite looking forward to it i think it's yeah gonna be, i think it's fun like i mean yeah. the, the first movie is kind of like it's lost its sheen a little bit from when i first yeah, saw it it definitely. is mostly in the performance that the good stuff is there it's still a good movie it's just elevated by like such a good performance from phoenix so but um it's a movie yeah. that takes its toll as well emotionally it's not yeah. one you can constantly go back to like no no, no it's no. not one of if those, you can maybe maybe go to some therapy yeah <laughs> i don't know like <laughs> reach out if we were if we were if we were sponsored by like better help or something that would be like a perfect segue it would wouldn't it <laughs> that would have been a perfect segue <laughs> well better help will happily you know yeah, represent you <laughs> um right let's move on from dc uh but def- I, I am very interested to see how it all kind of comes together um and we're not going to know for a bit at the end of the day um you know they're not going to have any of james gunn's movies that he's kind of like headed up out for a bit so but i'm interested to see how it all kind of comes together when they do uh start putting them out um so yeah mike flanagan oh boy we love him he is apparently working on an adaptation of dark tower uh obviously there was a movie steven stephen king series of books dark tower books uh there was a movie a few years ago starring idris elba matthew mcconaughey i never saw it but i didn't hear great things about it uh <laughs> but look, i watched listen i tried yeah. to watch it okay yeah okay i got about eight minutes in <laughs> and i just thought nah it's not for me sure okay yeah i did try though i just want the listeners to know i tried yeah sure yeah um but yeah i mean mike flanagan and stephen king they're like a match made in heaven you know stephen king adaptations of mike flanagan i in my opinion as long as mike flanagan's alive he should be the only person and making movies he should be the only person allowed to adapt stephen king because <laughs> he's just like so he's done it twice that i'm aware of with gerald's game and um doctor what's sleep. It? doctor sleep that's the one and like i mean yep. gerald's game i think is a very good movie i really enjoyed it uh personally but also um doctor sleep is just like a, it's a very good movie that I really, really enjoyed, but it's like just an impressive feat in that it manages to be a, an adaptation of a book 
also a yes. sequel to a movie but a movie that Stephen King does not like right because Stephen King famously doesn't like The Shining right yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah the movie The Shining you know yes and somehow it managed to be a sequel to that movie as well as an adaptation ad- faithful adaptation of the book and Stephen King likes it <laughs> which you know is 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 one of those things uh, it's just like to be able to do all of those things is very impressive i think yeah yeah 100 um, so it's a good movie yeah and yeah i i i think you know my flag i mean there's obviously some other good i mean the shining is a good movie like you know regardless of what stephen king thinks yeah. of it, it's, a, it's a very good yeah. movie but um and there are other good I, when i say my flag it should be the only one allowed to make stephen king adaptations obviously there are other ones um the guy who did it obviously it like, chapter one it chapter one yes <laughs> yeah it chapter two eh, not so much uh, it, chapter so much. one very good very um good. So you know, it, there, there, there are some others out there, but I mean, I think there's more bad adaptations of Stephen King stuff than there are good ones. Yeah, yeah, agree. You know, there, there, there was one that came out this year called um, Mr. Flanagan's Phone or something like that. It was, it's a Netflix movie. It's, it's yeah, I was gonna not watch good. it. It's not good, Keith. Okay, good. It's not Thank good. you. It, it's, it's just boring. Nothing fucking happens. Like. <laughs> And like, I think it's one of those things because I think that the Stephen King thing is a short story, right? And it's one of those things where they've taken a short story and made it into a two-hour movie or an hour and a half, two-hour movie. Uh, it's just, there's just, I just don't know if there's that much in it to make yeah. that long of a movie. Like, it's an interesting concept. Like, it's you know, he gets like the kid gets messages and stuff, phone calls from beyond, you know, from a ghost essentially. But like yeah it's not very good i wouldn't recommend watching yes, okay it. so so avoid avoid yeah. mr harrigan's phone mr harrigan's phone that's it Did i say flanagan's course. i might have said flanagan's phone but it could it right we but yeah <laughs> Harrigan, mr harrigan's phone though but yeah it, it's not a very good one i don't recommend it but yeah anyway flanagan dark tower that sounds like a match made in heaven yeah. he's obviously him and his production company are sort of making the move from uh netflix over to amazon by the sounds of it as well yeah. they amazon's got big money as There's we've seen from lord of the rings because what what mike flanagan has said i've yeah, read yeah. that he's what he said with the move is that he said since they began their deal with netflix yeah. to now he said the company has changed so much and he yeah. doesn't necessarily go into detail to why the move is there but he yeah. said because it's changed so much he doesn't basically he doesn't like it anymore and he wants to go to amazon but this could be i'm telling you this could be one of the nails in uh netflix's coffin they seem to be they've obviously lost a lot of money in the summer didn't they and they're losing they're losing one of their like bankable people yeah you know i mean they obviously they cancelled the midnight club but i think that came after that mike flanagan had already decided to to leave um so i don't think that was a factor in his decision to leave but um that's disappointing yeah i would have i wanted to see a season two of that you know i so, said i know i said it was my least favorite of the things he's done for netflix but that's still that's still change. not uh <laughs> you know that when you're going up against like haunting of the haunting of shows and midnight mass like being your, my least favorite of all of those four things not exactly a a damning uh thing yeah you know, i still enjoyed the show quite a bit so it's disappointing that that's not going ahead but um yeah, I think Dark Tower and 
um, Mike Flanagan could very well be a match made in heaven. I think Amazon give him as much money as he wants to do it. You know, just give him as much money as he needs to make it happen. And yeah, get. Um, I reckon we could be onto something pretty, uh, pretty special there. But Keith, what do you make of this uh, matchup of Dark Tower and Mike Flanagan? I think yeah. It, I listen. We're we're a Flanagan. Um, we are. I, uh, Flan I, I like anything. Yeah, exactly. We we like anything <laughs> Flanagan makes. And yeah. I again, like going off of what he can do, like with a subject like this, fantastic. Like the source material's there, and he can run wild with it. I think it yeah. works better as a series. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 definitely all over it. And yeah. I'll be on Amazon Prime for sure. Same, same. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, and then um, on to the Game Awards. There were quite a lot of games announced, uh, announcements from the Game Awards. I only want to talk about a few because <laughs> we'd be here all... We, It's longer than... It'd be a longer episode of a podcast I think we've ever done just to go through every single announcement. But um, the first one I want to talk about is there was an announcement for Hades 2. Uh, mm. I was a big fan of the first Hades game. It's a lot of fun. Uh, they showed a trailer for that. Look, Looks like, you know, more Hades goodness. Very excited. Have you ever played Hades? Not yet, no. I no. see it is on PlayStation. Um, yeah. So I will, when I get the time, I'm going to, because I'm going to love it. I've, I've seen the videos. I've got your yeah. review. Um, and yeah, it sounds like a game I'll absolutely adore. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to just lose so many more hours of my life to Hades 2 uh, when when that does come out I'm looking forward to it um, and Supergiant games in general like I've played a few of their games now and like they're all a lot of fun so mm. um, I yeah I'm, I'm very much looking forward to Hades 2 highly recommend Hades 1 uh, to anyone that hasn't played it uh, and then there was a there was a new trailer for Star Wars Jedi Survivor the sequel to um, Jedi Fallen Order, um, which was a game I quite enjoyed playing. Um, it was a lot of fun. The, so the gameplay for this, because you and I spoke a little bit about this in our group chat with, um, with a couple of mates, and um, the gameplay looks really good, yeah, right? Yeah. The yeah, graphics yeah. for the gameplay look really good. Yeah. But you, we, we touched on yeah it, when it gets to the cutscenes not looking as good and hopefully they're going to work on that with the bit in particular ways with um i can't remember her name but um the other sort of like jedi survivor character like that looked awful like mm, it looks so <laughs> he's bad talking to her. like it did not so look good bad. uh so hopefully they're working on that but um you know i'm looking forward to finding out who this you know the person in the in the back tank is mm. uh, that escapes yeah. Um, looking forward to seeing, uh, to finding out more about them. Um, yeah, and like I said, the gameplay looks a lot of fun. We obviously see Cal pick up a, a you know, a Kylo Ren s cross guard lightsaber. Yes. I've yes. always been, I've always quite liked that design. I think it's yeah. quite a cool design. Same. same. So yeah. um, I think that's cool. Uh, if you get to use one of those lightsabers, uh, I, I'm interested to see how story wise they're going to explain that you have a different lightsaber for some reason. But you know. Uh, I'm looking forward to to that, and yeah, uh, yeah. I think uh, I think the game looks. I think the game again. The gameplay is ultimately what matters. So as long as that looks and plays well, that's kind of what matters to me, really. But I do hope they work on the cutscene graphics. But Keith, what what did you think of the of the trailer? 
yeah again dodgy graphics aside (laughs) dodgy graphics aside which like you could say i'm premature on the criticism of um yeah but if i was releasing a trailer i'd want to make sure (laughs) of course (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. perfect yeah um so it's kind of scary are they rushing development but everything else looks fantastic it looks great it looks like it's going to be such a great like game um yeah the story is always pretty strong yeah um, and I, I i assume it's gonna continue to be so so yeah these games are great they're absolutely fantastic yeah. um and they're really well made so yeah looking forward to it yeah. to be honest as long as they get their shit together with yeah. the cutscenes. i think i think um story-wise i think uh, an ideal i think a perfect character to show up in this that maybe didn't get her due completely in the show would be Reva from Obi-Wan Kenobi. It would make ah, sense. Yes. She's obviously splitting off from the Inquisitors. Yeah, I think this yeah. would be a perfect avenue to explore more of her story and would make a lot of sense for her to be in something like this. Um, I, and, you know, obviously you could get Moses Ingram in to do, you know, the the motion capture stuff, you know, the same way you have with Cameron uh, Moynihan for um, for Cal. So I think I think, you know, I think it would make complete sense for her to turn up. I'd want to see more of her. I personally don't have a problem with that character. I just don't think her story always worked in conjunction with the show. Yeah, um, yeah. But as a character, I found her very compelling and interesting. I just think I would have preferred to see her in something else. Like if they'd made yeah. a whole show that was about the Inquisitors and her then storyline from that perspective of, you know, wanting to portray working her way up just to portray vader i think that's a very interesting story i think it was just not well suited to the obi-wan show but yeah that's just me but again the character i like and i i would like to see more of her at some point i think this is a perfect kind of avenue for them to go down to bring her back in um so yeah would be interesting to see who knows <laughs> Uh, and then uh, also we saw a trailer for Death Stranding 2 um, yes. I've spoken to our friend Mike a bit about Death Stranding 1 uh, in our group chat have you ever played Death Stranding at all? no I played yeah. a demo of it okay yeah and obviously <laughs> I've got uh, our, our friends a review of it yes. and love yeah, of it yeah. so yeah yeah Hideo Kojima's Amazon delivery game as Mike likes yeah. to call it. <laughs> which isn't Perfect. which is pretty much what it is look I mean it's a gorgeous game and it's a very yeah. unique game to play I think I've said that on here before it's yeah. you know kind of more of a you really have to kind of like invest in it if you're going to play it you know like if you're not in the right mindset for it it can That's be it. a bit yeah like it's a mood game which is like such a weird kind of concept to have of like because like obviously you get like mood albums and mood movies of like you have to be in the right mood and like this is a game where like you really have to be in that like mood to play it in order to get like a lot out of it but if you are in that mood it's a really like good and unique game but there was a trailer for it looked good um you know got old old man or older looking Norman Reedus in it at the end. Um, What I think was Guillermo del Toro's character doing a bit of voiceover in it for a bit as well. Scary guy in a red mask at the end. So, (laughs) you know, I I think it's good. But Keith, would you be interested to, I mean, are you interested to check out Death Stranding 1? And would you be interested to check out Death Stranding 2 when that comes out? If I had time, yes. It's something that I'd like to just walk around and look at stunning graphics i'd, I'd absolutely yeah. love that 
do I have the time to do it? I don't know. That's the problem. Uh, yeah, and exactly, that's the only yeah. thing that's kept me from playing it already. Yeah. It's literally sure. the only because I knew I, I to pay it respect, as you guys have said, to pay it the respect it deserves, you need to be fully focused on it. And, and yeah, I don't yeah. think I can be. But, but yeah, hopefully, bad. listen, one day when I get that time, on it. Yeah. Um, and then I haven't, I haven't put this in the notes, but I just remembered that there was also a Hellboy game that looked really cool. Yeah, did you see the did. trailer for like the gameplay yes. sort of for that? That looks really cool. It looks cool. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, you just see him sort of fighting, I think, like a werewolf-looking like character, but yeah, it looks cool. Definitely want to check that out when it comes out. It, the, the like the style of the graphics and art style of it looked really cool. So yeah, yeah it did. definitely interesting Very to check unique. out check that out yeah definitely um but yeah so keith um before we go thought we'd just get your thoughts on a couple of things have you have you seen black panther 2 yet i no 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 but i need i generally want to know yeah. your uh your yeah. spoiler full review <laughs> well i won't go into spoilers because like you know we um i don't want to get too in it, it into it but um i i i think it's the best phase four movie uh, uh, apart from spider-man no way home um and i did like eternals a lot as well to be fair um yeah. but i think it's yeah probably the best phase four um marvel movie um i think it's a very impressive feat what they managed to do considering all the stuff they had to deal with with chadwick boseman's uh passing um they managed to sort of pay tribute to him and the character of T'Challa in the movie. Um, Namor's a great uh, antagonist in there. Uh, I think that, you know, they do a great job there. Um, it looks really good because that's been a, a criticism that I've had a few of the Marvel things. I think yeah. that the, the CGI and special effects and general kind of visuals of the movies, particularly, you know, in sort of like, you know, Thor, Love and Thunder were a bit ropey at times. Um, but this one, pretty much throughout, the visuals are great. Um, obviously, it's a bit of a CGI fest at the end, as it always is. Um, but overall, very, very good. Um, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. Uh, very good movie. So I, I would recommend checking it out. Um, and look, I mean, I honestly, I got a bit like... Yeah I, yeah, I didn't tear up, but I felt a bit emotional at the beginning because that, that, you know, they sort of tackle, um, you know, the Chadwick Boseman, T'Challa of it all right at the very beginning of the of the movie. And it was a very emotional tribute that they paid to him. So uh, and you could tell that that wasn't just them, the characters playing tribute to T'Challa. You could tell it was the actors and Ryan Coogler playing trip, paying tribute to uh, Chadwick, uh, which I thought was um, which I thought was really, really good. Um, so yeah, I think very impressive thing to pull off considering what they had to do with this movie. Um, there was only sort of one point where I feel like they could have cut maybe like five minutes off of it where I was a bit like, cause I, so I got up and went to the toilet at one point and the same sequence was still happening oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> when yeah, I got yeah. back, I missed nothing. Uh, and it's wow. like a sort of, it's like a kind of like suit up, not suit up, but like kind of like a, you know, they're kind of like gearing up to like the Black Panther sort of 
becoming the Black Panther and Ironheart forging her new suit and things like that. And it was like a sort of montage thing. And I, I left at the beginning of the montage and I got back right at the end of the montage. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't rush really. So I was like, you probably could have shaved that down a bit. But overall, I don't think it wastes any of its kind of screw, any of its uh, runtime or anything like that. So I yeah. think, yeah, really good movie. Really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, would recommend it. Um, and then Keith, have you finished Andor? No, not yet. Oh, Keith, not yet. what are you I, doing? Honestly. <laughs> what have you been watching? <laughs> no. What have you been doing with your life? Everything else, Dan. Life hits you too yeah, hard sometimes. Yeah, fair. <laughs> fair, enough. fair enough. I can't well, wait for Christmas, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, f- finish watching Andor. <laughs> Andor is fucking great. Yeah. I love I loved Andor. Yeah. How far have you got yeah. with it? I um, I think I watched the third episode yesterday. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, the third that episode's might... a really good episode. So, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, to be I, honest, the in it been absolutely it only, yeah, it only gets better. In my opinion, the first two episodes are the weakest episodes of the whole thing. So it's only uphill. Perfect. It just keeps ramping up and ramping up. Every sort of like yeah. couple of episode arc just sort of you know amps up so well um there's a lot of great stuff in there that i literally i do not want to give any spoilers for like i you could have convinced me to give you black panther spoilers i'm not going to give you andor spoilers (laughs) i want you know you need to just watch it and enjoy it for for yourself uh spoiler spoiler free so um yeah no i'm looking i am looking forward to when you eventually do finish it because i think you know like i said if you liked the first three episodes then it it only gets better so yeah um yeah good stuff i'm with a friend and they literally in their opinion right best live action star wars since the original trilogy which is an incredibly bold statement um not many are gonna agree with it but it's definitely my favorite of the shows um of the live action shows yeah um it just beats out mando but like it's different things right like you Mm. know um you know mando's going for a different feel and 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 vibe and it's looking to achieve a different thing to what andor's looking to achieve i will say like how i kind of feel about andor and star wars in general is like i don't want every story to be andor and serious and gritty like andor is because it, it, it if star wars is any one thing it will get boring right so yeah, yeah. you know i don't want to just see that but what i do want to see is the people behind star wars taking it as seriously as, and taking every star wars story as seriously as what tony gilroy and the crew on andor took this show because they you can tell they've taken it seriously and they love it and you know they put a lot of heart into it and like that's what i want to see um i'm not sure we've seen that from every single star wars thing over the last few years um and that's kind of what i want going forward with Star Wars. again i don't need every story to be what andor is it we can have silly light-hearted stories as long as it's taken seriously like the actual like development of it and things like that is taken seriously and it's not rushed and it's not put out just for the sake of putting out a star wars thing you know, I want it to be taken seriously, put a lot of thought into it and put a lot of thought into telling a worthwhile story, not just telling a story because you can. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'll say about uh, Andor. But yeah, uh, 
loved it it is up there as one of my favorite star wars things i think so you know it's That's a perfect exciting. kind of like it's a perfect thing to go with alongside rogue one as well obviously uh, uh, yeah um uh, which is like my favorite of the disney star wars movies and one of my favorite star wars movies in general um so yeah no it's pretty good i do like it a lot so <laughs> i'll argue with your friend let's put yeah. it that way okay um you know <laughs> One of those things where I'm like, well, yeah, it, it probably is. It's up there. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good to know. My part. Nice. That's something to finally look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, in that case, shall we? Shall we call it a day there? Um, yes. Yeah. Well, let us know what you think of uh, James Gunn's uh, vision. Well, well not vision but what we're kind of hearing about his vision for the future and what could and couldn't come out of uh, his leadership for the dcu uh any of the games we talked about exciting let us know mike flanagan oh you don't need to tell us about how excited you are for mike flanagan doing dark tower that's just obvious you don't need to go we don't, we don't need to hear about that one that's just we we've given the the correct definitive opinion so on that one you should just be excited so <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, look, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Screen Mania Pod. Uh, as long as Twitter's still up anyway, you can follow us there. <laughs> it's been so interesting, Keith, to see Elon Musk prove what an idiot he is day by day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been enjoying it personally. But... He's, he's an absolute, like, just character. Like, yeah. he, he's not real. Like, no, he can't yeah. be. Yeah, I... Matrix yeah. is real, like if he's real, like <laughs> yeah, it's absurd. Ironically enough, Dave Chappelle bringing him out on stage and him getting booed is the funniest thing Dave Chappelle's done in a lot, in quite a while. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure that was the intention, but it's the funniest thing he's done. You never know. <laughs> um, all right, well anyway, yeah, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Screen Mania Pod. I've been Dan. I've been Keith. We love you guys. We'll see you on the next one. Bye bye.